Welcome to another episode of Tough Men of Faith. I'm R.T. Stringer, and I got some great news for the listeners today. He's back. Your co-host. The one and only. Nick Robertson. Nick Robertson's back. back in the studio today. Man, it's so good to be back. I've missed doing this. How many weeks have you been out? It's been four? Three? Yeah, I think four. Three or four? Yeah. Took a nasty fall a few weeks ago. You did. You did. <laughs> We'll get to that in a minute. All right, yeah, let's get to that in a minute. We'll get. We'll, actually, that's going to become our episode today. Yeah, what I think Nick so. learned from his fall. Yeah, we need a title. Mm, do we need a title? <laughs> Maybe not. Let's just call it Staples. Staples. <laughs> what is this episode nine? Episode yeah, I think nine. So. Staples. Staples. Staples in the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too soon to laugh about this, is it? Don't take the fast way down. Don't take the Maybe fast way down. Maybe that's what the title should be. Yeah. There we go. All right. Let's. Uh, we have a few things. So you missed some stuff. Okay. Let me fill you in. First, you missed our first uh, piece of fan mail. Yeah, so funny thing. It's not negative, though. It's not negative. It was good <laughs> fan mail. I got it sitting right here in front of me. Why don't you read it? You want to hear it? I won't read it all, but I'll kind of give the gist. Okay. Dear Tough Men of Faith. Yeah. That's us. That's us. At least on the podcast. Uh, do you remember? The, now, this is me talking. Do you remember the episode that we uh, we put out a cry for some sponsorship? Yeah, we're looking for some new F-150s. F-150s. You know, just because ours are getting older and wearing out. And yeah. So we thought. If we can just reach the people at Ford Motor Company. Yeah. All we, do, all we need to do is reach one. Well, we've heard your cry for sponsorship, and this is what we could come up with for you. Producer Blake is doing the heavy lifting, so they got him an awesome Chevy Silverado 4x4. That's okay if he wants to break down in the it near is. future. Uh, oh. They couldn't find, Ford was nowhere to be found, so they got you and I two matching Dodge Rams. Great. Uh, keep up the good work. Eventually, these may turn into full-size trucks. Yeah. It's Hot Wheels. It is Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Um, but I like my Ram Rebel. Yeah. I mean, that's a well, good-looking truck. there you go. So we got our first piece of fan mail. Yeah. There it is. Now, the, I can't show them the Hot Wheels now, but here's some good news that's coming. Yeah. We're going to start a, a social media page for this podcast. Okay. So uh, probably look for it next week. Should we maybe um, put a picture of our trucks on there for the Ford people so they can see that... You know, we're about due for a replacement? No, I'm going to put my Hot Wheels up there. Okay. My Hot Wheels Dodge Ram that I have now. Yeah. I'm going to throw that up there. So, but yeah, to the listeners, if you guys be looking for that, um, Tough Men of Faith on Facebook and Instagram is where we're going to be at right now. Nice. Do you use Instagram? Are you posting on Instagram? I don't post on Instagram, no. I I get on there every once in a while. You know, I follow some muscle car pages, some Dodge pages, some forward truck pages, you know. But no, I don't really post on there much yet. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we can change that. Yeah. Well, be looking for that. And then the other part we're going to have coming up soon is a question and answer episode. I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, you can submit your questions good. through social media. And yeah. We get to good. screen those questions. Maybe we should screen those questions. I don't know. I think you're just going to read them live on air and okay. we'll answer them. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> roll we'll have dice. to do a lot of editing. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll what else did dice. you miss? You missed uh, the Matt Barnes interview. Did you get yeah. a chance to listen to it? First interview. The first interview. For the podcast. Um, yeah. I did get a chance to listen to it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I really kind of upset that I missed that. He seemed mm-hmm. like a pretty down-to-earth guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you learn anything from it? I learned a lot from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a big takeaway there about praying for your bosses. You know, I, uh, I've been praying that one of my bosses loses his job. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the wrong direction. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should pray that he gets better at his job <laughs> to make my life a little easier. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm uh, working on that, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was really good. It was. I learned from that just the importance of, like, just being available. Yeah. Like, when there's a need, just go. Yeah, just go. And, um, and I'm pretty uncomfortable. Like, I don't like getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But at times, I just need to for the sake of others. Like, when I see a need, I usually call first. Um, maybe that's a downfall. 
Yeah. Maybe you should just go show up and see if you can help. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's great. Try to be there for people in the past. And I always call first because I don't want to, you know, get in the way of their personal stuff. But yeah. maybe you should just go. But what are guys going to do? I mean, we may even get to this here in a minute. But, yeah. like, what are guys going to do? Like, if, if you call me and I know I, you know I need some help, and you say, hey, man, do you need some help? I'm probably going to say, no, I got fine. it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so unless you call my wife and be like, hey, does RT really need help? She's probably like, yeah, can you come over? Yeah. But if you call me, and shame on me, right? I shouldn't be so prideful and I should take help, but that's a natural thing. Right, yeah. Is that is that your intro into while I was out for it, four it, weeks? It wasn't the plan, but I think it works, right? I think right? it works. Um, I think it so, works. Yeah, so we recently sold our house, and we knew that there was a few issues with the house. And the people, you know, they just, they're great, the people we sold to. Yeah. And they just keep saying, oh, look, we bought it as is. We know that it's got a few issues, no big deal. But, you know, I just I keep seeing these this short list of things that I wanted to get completed before I sold it. And um, it just didn't work out that way. So garage door opener uh, recently quit working. And I thought, I'm a tough man. I can surely replace a garage door opener. How hard can it be? Well, you know, it turned out to be a little harder than I expected. So I... Well, I fell through a ceiling yeah. running the wires for the garage door opener. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the drywaller went on the wrong side of the ceiling. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, at least you know a good drywall. Yeah, exactly. Or an yeah. okay one. Right, yeah, an okay one. Um, <laughs> so I fall through a ceiling, uh, land on my head, fractured my skull, fractured my back. It's about 10 feet, uh, I think I fell. Landed on a bucket. My head landed on a bucket. I think that's probably what saved me. Mm. You know, it's been a rough couple of weeks getting yeah. back. Oh, I forgot to talk about the staples, you know. Sta- for the, I, I got some staples in my head to piece things back together. Yeah. Kind of look like Frankenstein. Rachel made that joke. It, it It's an accurate joke. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of where I've been for the last four weeks. Yeah. Just uh, taking the slow road of recovery. Yeah. Not by your choice. Taking Not the slow by my road, choice. Right? I would not have taken the fast way down had I had a choice. Yeah. You, you know, know, we were supposed to record that day. Yeah. And so you send me a text Wednesday morning. I think it was a Wednesday, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a Wednesday morning. You send me a text like, hey, I may not make it to the recording. Right. I fell. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then yeah. you text back like, I'm just going to the doctor. just going to the hospital, get checked out. Yeah. I was thinking, no big deal. I thought you were, you know, you had those stilts you run around on. I thought, yeah. man, Nick's running around on his stilts doing some drywall. He, took, he fell down. I didn't think it was a big deal. A lady, my secretary comes out of the house and pins me down to the ground. She's like kneeling on my chest, mm-hmm. holding my face down. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a cop on top of me. And, I, yeah. you know, she said, you're not getting up. I was like, please get off of me. Yeah. I'm saying it nicely right <laughs> yeah, now. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> like, please get off of me. Do not move, she says. And I'm sitting there for a second. I was like, hey, get off of me now. You can't move. You might be paralyzed. I'm like, I'm laying underneath you. This is why I can't move. Please. So I finally convinced her to run inside and grab some towels to start cleaning up the blood. Mm-hmm. And I stand up. <laughs> it was a huge mistake. Yeah. I was not supposed to stand up yet. She was right. Anyway, so I get a little dizzy and sit back down. She comes back out and says, you moved. I know you moved. <laughs> she probably saw the blood all everywhere. There's blood everywhere. Her. So, I mean, you came over, cleaned yeah. up the blood. I guess my wife texted you. So she texts you, you clean up the blood, asks yeah, you to help come clean up the blood. Well, wait, let me show you how that went down. What are you thinking? Nick just texts you and says, hey, I'm going to the hospital to get checked out. Yeah. I took a little fall. And she texts you and says, can you please come over and clean up all the blood? <laughs> I want to hear what you were thinking. She, did, she didn't ask like that. <laughs> okay. she, she texts me and asked me to pray for you. That's and nice so it was. Yeah. And then I, I responded back like, you know, I didn't think it's a big deal. I didn't say it's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. But I didn't think it's like she was saying or like you were saying. I didn't yeah. know. I was confused. You right. Thought so maybe I thought she was making it a little more dramatic than it was. I actually I thought you were probably downplaying it a little bit. More, OK, yeah, that's um, fair. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, in a, you know, we text back and forth quite a bit. And then okay. I, I just assumed I was like, there's probably a lot of blood. And then I heard from one of her friends there's a lot of blood. And so great. It's like, hey, do you need me to come clean that up? Because 
<laughs> and I did. I mean, it was pretty scary that day. Like, right? If we're honest, like, yeah, we didn't know nervous. how you were going to turn out. Right. Um, <laughs> so when I started hearing it, and you're could at have been the much ER, worse. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna go clean up the blood because I didn't know what the rest of the day was gonna look like for her and, okay. and for everyone else. That's and, awesome. Uh, so I mean, there was part of me is like, this is bad. <laughs> right. uh, Don't they have a company for this? <laughs> well, cleanup. Hey, I'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, we, I took uh, another buddy of ours over there with us, yeah. with me, and we cleaned up the blood, which we we did we did excellent. I'm just gonna say, like, I agree. We got this stuff that soaks it up. Yeah. I went over there first, chlorine. I was just gonna try and, anyways, <laughs> if anybody needs blood cleaned up, <laughs> the pastor's the one to call. <laughs> Weird. We get there, and your ceiling. What is that? Like a ten foot ceiling? Yeah, it's about ten foot at least. Yeah, because I can dunk a basketball. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've seen you dunk a basketball. <laughs> but so I was looking at the height, and we didn't know you'd hit your head on the bucket at that time. But right. I assume that's what happened because there's this bucket sitting there, a five gallon bucket yeah. that has a lid on it. Right. The bucket is smashed. <laughs> your head smashed the edge of the bucket, like yeah. collapsed. Yeah, it. like the hard part of the bucket. Yeah, the hard part. That's what. So I was telling someone about it, and he's like, oh, I hit a bucket. That's because, like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. A f- solid, like, five gallon bucket with one of those heavy duty lids on it yeah. got smashed by this dude's head. <laughs> The bucket won, but yeah. <laughs> it did win. It did, and then yeah, there were it was bad. Like there was yeah, a, a bad, was bad scene. So you um, end up at, at the hospital that day. Yeah, so I end up at the hospital. Um, they do a bunch of CT scans and stuff to make sure that I haven't messed up anything that really shouldn't be messed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said all is pretty well. She said, you know, you must have somebody watching out for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, I, I remember the whole thing. I, I didn't black out, pass out, or any of that. Yeah. I mean, I remember every word that I said on the way down. And the ones that I've said when I was laying there, I'm not yep. going to repeat. No, nope, um, don't. You know, Blake has enough to edit the way it is. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I just remember all of it. And it's like, how did I fall? I think I just lost my balance. And, uh, yeah. you know, drywall just doesn't hold up weight. It's not supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed to look pretty from the other side. <laughs> so you ended up with? Yeah, so I ended up with fractured skull, fractured, fractured skull, back. Fractured back. 11 staples in the head. Man, I didn't realize there's that many. Yeah. I accidentally pulled one out one day. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I was this scratching is, my this head. This is in the back it, of your head. Because it itches. How do you accidentally pull a staple was, out of the back of your head? I was head? like scratching the back of my head, right? And it's itching me to death. And you pulled a staple out. And I accidentally pulled a staple out. I still have it. <laughs> you, yeah. I got a funny story to go along with that. You're scratching the back of your head. And I pulled one out. And you pulled a staple out. And it, like, it wasn't closed up yet, so it just opened up a little. And... For the next two weeks, I have to hear my wife say, hey, stupid, uh, that's not healing right. You should go get another one put back in. <laughs> and I was going to call you because you've offered to stitch me up in the past. I, well, I mean, I would have stapled it. I'm thinking that you did enough that day by cleaning up the blood yeah. that you didn't need to put a stapler or stitch in. No. So that's why I didn't call. So fractured skull. Yeah. Fractured back. Yeah. I neck. Don't, uh, lateral process. I'm no doctor yet. I'm not but, either. Um, it sounds bad. It's bad. Yeah. When the migraines. Yeah. You know, so... I get out of the hospital. I feel great. I'm thinking I'm well, going yeah, home. You're loaded up on drugs. Oh, yeah. All the way loaded up. I go home. I'm going to clean up this blood and get home. There's no blood to be cleaned up. Yeah. I can't figure out who cleaned it up. I know that my secretary wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know, that's just not her thing. And uh, no one moved my car. I thought somebody would have for sure pulled my car back in the driveway or took it out for a drive yeah. or something. Nobody touched it. What kind of car is it? So it's the Chevelle that I mentioned in one of our first episodes. Yeah. Um, I had never worked on it until the last month or so. Yeah. Finally get it running, driving. It's great. I thought for sure somebody would have taken it out, but nobody yeah. did. I didn't want to try to push it back in the, in the garage. Afraid of, it's pretty narrow, your garage. It is, so. yeah. It's a really narrow garage. So anyway. So yeah, I get back home. I feel great. I wake up the next morning, go to work. Still drugged up, you know. Go to work. Having a good time. 
go back home, take it easy. In like the next three or four days, I just overdo it. Um, the doctors told me not to overdo it. I didn't listen. I mean, we it was 4th of July weekend. Yeah. You don't not overdo that weekend. When you're a fireworks guy. Right, yeah. So, you know, we did a big fireworks show and had 20 or 30 people over for a cookout and just had a great time. Man, I ended up right back in the hospital. Migraines. Yeah. Those doctors that make those migraine cocktails, <laughs> I am telling you, they those things are awesome. <laughs> You could be praying to die from a migraine, mm-hmm. and an hour later be feeling like you know 100% again. Yeah. Thank God for the people at the hospital. Yeah. So you spent you went back a couple times, right? Yeah, I went back twice. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. pretty stubborn. So you oh yeah. <laughs> I finally, after the second time back, I started listening to the doctors. No screen time, no TV. You actually just have to lay there for a week and heal. Yeah. That's a hard one for me. Yeah. That's uh, that's what I did for the next few days. It is. <laughs> just rest. So we didn't really plan anything today because we just wanted to welcome you back. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to go find another uh, co-host. I yeah. Mean, not that I didn't start looking. But... And, you know, <laughs> replacing me, it just it couldn't be that hard. Um, it's harder know. than you think. We even had to get Blake to jump on here for the, for last week. Yeah. I, I listened to that, actually. But it gave me some time to reflect, you know, that maybe it's time to slow things down a little bit. You don't have to go 100 miles an hour seven days a week. Let's talk about what you are you you okay talking about what you learned? Yeah. Let's call, lessons uh, learned from Nick's staples. Uh, lesson one. Lesson one. I'm a drywall guy. My work is not done in the attic. Mm-hmm. Quit going into the attics. When you're like six six, I saw that. How tall are you? Six five. I was I was laying on my belly in the attic. That okay. It didn't make sense because I was looking yeah. up there. I was like, I could fit up there. Yeah. I didn't Nick know. doesn't belong up there. I didn't really lose my footing. I lost what my belly was laying on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was I was spread out and yeah. I was trying to just fish a wire. I like another foot away from where yeah. I could reach, and I thought I could get it. I mean, I'm almost there. Yep. I won't do that again. Yeah. I've learned that my best work is not done in the attic. Yeah. Well, your fall kind of helped me a little bit. Really? Because I was getting ready to uh, at my house. I have this this tree, and I have no business doing it because it's next to my house and it's slim, and it's I mean, it's probably all 60, 70 feet up in the air. Wait a minute. My ladder won't reach. I put the ladder up, and then I was just going to try to climb the tree to rest away, but there's really no branches. With my chainsaw. Don't let Rachel listen to this episode. I will come help you. Well, I was going to do it, and then <laughs> you fell, and then I was thinking, who am I going to call to come uh, help me if I fall? Because Nick's in the hospital, so oh, I put right. it off. Okay, good idea. But from your lesson, maybe we should stick to what we're good at sometimes. Yeah, maybe. You yeah. know, let's hire professionals yeah. for what they're good at. That's um, true. And uh, I learned to quit taking my health for granted. Been pretty healthy my whole life. Yeah. And uh, I've always just kind of taken it for granted. Uh, when you have to lay in a dark room with no TV and no phone and no anything for a week to let your brain heal, that's really weird. You know, it kind of just changes everything. Yeah, it's time to so, do a lot of soul searching, right? I mean, because you can't. Yeah, you can't do with, anything. With that type of injury, you're, can yeah, you lay on your back? Cause, or was you laying on your stomach? Because the, the injury I laid in, the in every head. position that I could. But you're just um, stuck there. Yeah. And, it's weird. My hamstrings, they like locked up after like day three laying around mm-hmm. to where I couldn't get up and walk around. Yeah. It just, it ended up being really strange to me. So mm-hmm. listen to the doctors. Listen to the doctors. Yeah. Let other people do what they're good at. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to crawl up in an attic to run yeah. fires. <laughs> call a friend. Yeah. And maybe that's the other point too is, hey, when you're going to do something dangerous, call somebody that can be there with you. Yeah. So if you fall, <laughs> you're not screaming choice words for help. You know. Well, the Bible talks about that. That no. if you're going for, basically like you're going for a, a journey, going for a walk. Yeah. Like you should take two people with you because if someone, I mean, the way Bible says it, someone tries to rob you or overtake you, yeah. if you're by yourself, they may overtake you. But if there's two of you, there's a good chance they won't <laughs> yeah, even try. Luck. Right? So it's, at least you didn't lose your sense of humor during this fall. Yeah. Uh, no. So that's a cool thing. What's uh, that? I meet my physical therapist. 
this guy's got the same sense of humor I have. Yeah, there's not many of you. Uh, you're exactly right, and not many of us that are doctors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, me and this guy, we're cutting up for an hour. I mean, yeah. we're having an absolutely good time. He starts giving me these stupid tests, you know, you count down from 100 by sevens, and, you know, I rattle it off and say the months of the year backwards, and I rattle that off real quick, and he's like, well, that's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> He says, uh, you do that better than people without a concussion. Like, really? He said, yeah. And then we worked on some balance and some other things. He's like, oh, that's where you're screwed up. So, you know, I got some things to work on to recover the rest of the way, but we're getting there. But I'm just thinking about my physical therapist. He's got a sense of humor like mine. And uh, that's scary. Um, Let's get him on the podcast. Well, let's let's talk to him and see. (laughs) That might be a whole lot of editing that Blake doesn't want to do. Anything else you learned? Man. Kind of putting you on the spot today. The value of friends. Yeah. You know, um, good friends that just take the opportunity. They just come over and do things. So Mm -hmm. you guys that cleaned up blood, um, my employees who are kind of adamant about me sitting at home and recovering and uh, stay home, quit coming out and overdoing it. And Mm -hmm. they kind of know, you know, I think Rachel maybe talked to him. I'm not sure, but they, they get it. Yeah, I mean... God, how lucky are we to be alive? Yeah. And how fast it can be taken away. And, you know, the biggest thing I kind of took away from it was dying would have been easy. Mm-hmm. I really worried about being, like, alive and paralyzed and yeah. leaving that burden to my wife or family or whoever. And mm-hmm. uh, or she'd probably just stick me in a nursing home, <laughs> yeah. let's be real. But, you know, just what a burden that would be for somebody to take yeah. on. <laughs> I think Rachel will take care of you. For six months, tops. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you. She, She's been pretty concerned. She would stick me in an adult diaper in a wheelchair well, and I let mean, me she sit may, She may have to do that, but, you know. And the worst part is she'd put me, like, in a room and make me watch Mary Povich or something. You know, it'd just be a terrible way to live. And uh, I just... So... You're saying dying's better than uh, watching Povich. And have you seen the morning crap that's on TV? It's no. like Springer Show, Povich, and uh, I think it gets into some Judge shows. Yeah, yeah. Judge Judy. I have, you know, I remember watching when I was a kid because I'd stay home from sick from school. and yeah. you'd watch Judge Judy. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Judge uh, Joe Brown. Or yeah. So I just said okay. You know, I think a big lesson I took away from it was. You know, ask for help. When it's not your profession or your expertise, you know, ask for help. Get somebody to help you. And uh, I think that's kind of the big takeaway there. Yeah. I didn't need, I didn't have any business being in an attic running wires. I should have asked somebody for help. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody just to hold my ankles. Yeah. Knowing what I know now, you know. Yeah. I would have caught you when you fell. I believe I mean, that not, maybe but... you would have <laughs> deflected my fall. <laughs> we both would have ended up at the hospital. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, ask for help. That That's good. Even like after the, the accident, I know it was tough on you to... Yeah. Your stubborn self still didn't want help. Yeah. I just wanted to get back to my normal life. And, you know, so, hey, we're getting ready to move in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, This is me asking for help moving. Yeah. And thank God for your wife. You're not going to be able to help, right? Well, I'm gone for, I'm getting ready to leave for the military for a while. I knew it. But I knew uh, that you would have it. Oh, I was saying, thank goodness for your wife, because uh, she had to ask for help for you. Yeah. Which is the sign of a good wife, right? That will. I think so. That will reach out to your friends and say, hey, you need to reach out to my husband because he's being an idiot and he won't slow down. Right. So I know my wife's had to do that. Like reached out to some of my friends, like, hey, someone needs to talk to RT. Yeah. He's making no sense. He's using his man brain. I will give my wife a lot of credit that day. She uh, drove me to the hospital. I thought you took the ambulance. No. I told her we weren't paying for an ambulance. You kidding me? (laughs) There's no way. My arm could have been dangling <laughs> off, and we would have drove to the hospital. I don't know what an ambulance costs nowadays, but we're not paying for it. And uh, not if I'm alive, or not if I'm awake. You know, if I would have been knocked out, sure, she could have got the ambulance. Um, Did you get blood in the car? No, man. I had towels wrapped around my head. You should have seen it. Nope. It looked awesome. I'm, I'm leaving it there. I'm not going any further. But yeah, no, I walked into the hospital under my own power at the emergency room. You know, yeah. 
She's like, ah, sir, can we help you? Like, yeah, I fell out of an attic. I'm an idiot, um, and I'm bleeding everywhere. And she made me go sit in the waiting room for like 20 minutes. Yeah, did you show her your head? Yeah, I turned around and showed it to her. You know, took the towel off, and uh, yeah. she's like, yeah, a seat right over there. We got to do a COVID test on you before you come back. Hmm. Like, you got to be kidding me right now. Yeah, well, they probably assume since you came My in brain's getting ready to fall out of my head yeah. here in a few minutes, and you want to check my temperature to make sure I'm not contagious. And, uh, you know, anyway, <laughs> this COVID thing. Yeah. I hope it's about over. Hopefully. So you learn to ask for help. Yeah, I and learned to ask for help. Then it sounded like the other, you learned the importance of community. Oh, yeah. Look at the people that, you know, showed up and brought meals. And I, I yeah, believe your I wife even brought over Advils or something one day and energy drinks because of the migraines. Really? I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. She told me she was going to CVS to get you some stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. A few weeks ago, we were talking about us showing up with chainsaws and helping a guy out. Yeah. And you never think you're going to be the one who needs help. Right. And then two weeks later, it's, look at me. <laughs> I need that same community to come around me. And you never yeah. want that. But right. I don't yeah. know how you get through life without it. Yeah, I don't know how you do either. And, and for me, it, it's, I know you'd be the same. We find this in our church community that our faith tells us, hey, you've got to be part of a local church yeah. where you are part of that church. Exactly, part through of the, the church. Through the good and bad times. Exactly. You feed the church. Um, yeah. You know, you're not just a consumer. It's crazy that it just kind of all goes full circle. It is. And um, just the different ways you learn that in life. Well, I'm glad you're back. Yeah, I'm really happy to be back. It was uh, last week trying to talk to this microphone, looking at a wall all by myself. Yeah. I mean, I got Blake sitting over here. but Man, I don't know I why I didn't think of it. Him. I should have just hung a picture up in here where I normally sit. That's what we'll do. We'll get uh, Next time. What do you call those things that you slap on the wall? The fat heads. Oh, yeah, fat heads. We'll get a fat head of Nick and put it on the wall Yeah, because you can't make it sometime. I'm definitely getting one of you over there for, you know, when you're gone for a couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll act like you're here. All right, so hopefully you guys learned something today, like... Uh, Ask for help. Yeah. Well, let's uh, reach out to the people of Fat Heads. <laughs> we could use two full or three. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got to have one heads. for Blake. <laughs> let's get those. And then for you guys that are listening, ask for help when you need it. But then have yeah, that like community you, around you. Yeah, like you said right there at the end, uh, join a church and have that community yeah. around you. It's funny. I've never been to a church and had that, and joined the church and been a part of it and had that community around me until, you know, three or four years ago. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think that the friends that I've gained here that are like family and the community here and how they will reach out and help any way that they can. Yeah. And uh, it's just amazing, really. Yeah. Let uh, me jump on a soapbox real quick. Yeah. So everyone thinks church is just about Sunday morning, right? Yeah, it's not and about so now Sunday. we have this this online, which, which was great through yeah. COVID. And we still offer it this church and, and we'll keep doing it. Yeah. But you've got to be part of the family. Like, Man, you have you, to be there around people. You have to be there around people. And you have to be there during the hard times. Like, yeah. Yeah. You need to see your church struggle so you, you can be a part of that. Struggle and then, and when they're riding the highways and, yeah. you know, everything's going great, it's great to be there and celebrate that with your church and your church family. Yeah. I mean, we've so. seen it here. I mean, and every church has it. I mean, you've been here and we experienced great growth and things were going well. Yeah. And people are, new people are coming. But then we you've also seen it when... Yeah, you see older people leaving, leaving which is odd. Um, or or odd funerals, thing to see. Yeah. COVID a tough time. Yep. And then people going through hard times, losing jobs and things. Right. But then you stay together. Yeah. Your family. And you rely on those people. Yeah. And, you know, they rely on you. Yeah, so. so. I, that, that's a good lesson, right? So be part of community. Yeah. Ask for help Christian, when you need it's, it. That's the church. Yeah. Yeah, the church comes in. They step in full force. Yeah. I mean, any way that they can help. They don't give you money. Get over it. It's not what it's about. Yeah. They won't pay your bills. They might, but yeah, maybe pay you, some. Yeah, they'll do that once or twice, yeah. I think. Well definitely like so you take then your Then they're gonna have a budgeting class. <laughs> well say like something happened where you couldn't you couldn't work for a for a while. Yeah. I mean I think that falls under a church then to help you out. Yeah, so, I think so too. I mean, yeah. yeah. You might be able to get some help with disability, but you know, the church right. will step up too and help you. It should. And uh Yeah. And yeah. the church being the members of the church, the family. So yep. hey, this has been good today. I've really enjoyed it. Man, I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. Um I've missed doing this. 
you know, listening to you guys without me feels Pathetic. like so many times where I could have just stepped in and had a good one-liner. <laughs> yeah. And you guys missed that. Oh. <laughs> we did. So. Yeah. The, the, the audience is better off when you're here. Oh, so, man, that makes me feel happy to be here. You know, next, that's great. Next week, do you want to promo next week? Yeah. So next week, I, I believe social media stuff will be up running, right? Social media. Um, and then the episode we're going to be talking about uh, how to make good decisions, making better decisions. Whew, don't man. make stupid decisions. Yeah, I, I don't know. We don't have a great title yet. I, I could have used that, you know, four weeks ago. That's true. Um, <laughs> you know, better late than never. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, better decisions and we'll be, uh, what are we doing, a question and answer? On... We'll have that coming up. Not sure okay. when yet, but coming okay. up. Cool. But yeah, we have that. We'll have some more interviews. So yeah. a lot going on every Thursday. New episode drops about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Share it uh, on social media. And thanks for joining in. We'll see you next week. Glad to be back. Talk to you guys next time.